Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. Old Head Ed, back at it again. Thank you for joining uh, us for another week. And um, as always, we have another esteemed, distinguished guest. Um, we're keeping in line with the uh, producer's theme. We've had a couple of producers beforehand. We got a whole new producer now, whole new story, and y'all going to get to know him. Y'all might know him as DSPZ. Some of y'all might know him as Chef Draz. I know him as Draz, yeah. Citation Sounds. So yeah, with yeah. that, welcome everybody, Citation Sounds, very own Draz. What's good, my man? What up, what up? Doing well? Yeah, man. Well, Thanks thank- for having me. I nah, I appreciate it. you coming through, man. This is always a pleasure, man. Um, a little background before we get into your story. Yeah. Um, I know we discussed this a while back, but I'm going to put the listener on. Mm-hmm. Um, Draz, I first met him. He was going by Drastic. Was it Drastic first? Yeah, no, okay. you got it. Early on, it was Drastic. Yeah. Um, Taking it back. Yes. <laughs> so, hey, everything has a start, right? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so, early on, uh, I met Drastic, South Beach... The Marlin, which I believe is Washington and 12th. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tuesdays was Fatland. Yeah. Um, I think Snow White was spinning for a while. Yes. And that's where everybody came through that had some type of talent. I mean, even people that didn't have talent. Some people came through and they all performed. They all got on the stage yep. and they did something live, something improvised. Um, saw all types of talent come through. Yeah. And... Um, and that's when I first met Drastic. We're outside. I'm sure there was a freestyle cipher involved. Always. And um, <laughs> and that's where we set it off. You kind of that was the warm up. And then you would bring in your act or bring in your you know whatever you had going on, whether it was something you had working on or whatnot. You brought it into the venue yep. and you got your chance. You know, put your name on the list. They call you up and you yeah. do your thing. That's where I met Draz. Um, what impressed me the most about Draz was the I think he had that evening we went that I went when I first met him. He had the uh, he put on the dopest show. And and it came in the form of um, this song that he had written, and the song consisted of the um, his interpolation of the creation of hip hop, yeah. and he kind of interwove it with the seven day theory, yeah. um, how the world came to existence, and and I, I was I mean I thought it was dope. Um, he, it was something that he was in the middle of working on. Yeah. But let me I'm gonna let you tell the story. So pick it up from there. Man, um, yeah, that was. And that takes it back. Wow. Um, but yeah, it was, um, I was in the middle of writing it, putting it all together and I just wanted to try it out, you know, and really, um, you know, see what type of reaction it would get, you know, as well. And yeah, the idea, you got it right on the money was, was the premise was, um, you know, taking, uh, the creation of hip hop and sort of fusing that with the seven day theory. And, um, so it was like, you know, uh, you know, created the B-Boys, created the DJ, okay. created the, the writers. And and then um, the funny thing is, is, like, I remember when I went to go perform it, um, it, it turned into more than it was because of that day okay. that I went to go perform it because um, I went up on stage and I had it and, you know, I was ready to go. And the funny thing is, is that um, I'm up there and I get about halfway through it, if you will, and uh, DJ Slice, um, who went on to become my mentor okay. on, the produ- on the production end of things, um, he comes up, and I guess he had really been listening to what I was saying, and he was feeling it. He comes up and proceeds to give me like this, like massive dap. You know, <laughs> <laughs> <It> was like, <laughs> yeah. he was shaking my hand, and, and I'm in the middle of, of doing this, and right, I got to this part, and um, it just threw my whole concentration off, and so. 
improvisation as you brought it up, uh-huh. you know, Fatland. I just decided to go into a call and response. I needed to do something to break it up and get, <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. get myself back on track. Okay. Ended up coming up with what ultimately became the hook. Was like, that's rather you what? Come on, that's rather unique. Yeah. And it was hilarious, man. And yeah. um, uh, immediately following that, uh, you know, met up with Slice and um, you know, outside on the the balcony of it, and he was like, "When you coming through, we gotta record that." Dumb. And it was like that was my first. That was for me. That was my actual first studio session. Was recording that song. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, how long? Um, mm-hmm. Now, okay, I, I might have mm-hmm. failed to mention. Um, not that the chick was creative, but that uh, <laughs> I, I might have failed to mention that Draz Rhymes also produces. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into a little more about that. Get into Soho Citation Sounds, but yeah. um, you weren't originally from South Florida, if I'm not mistaken. No, I was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. Okay, and uh, That's what I you know, on the west side. And uh, came down here for my senior year of high school. Okay. Mom mom moved down here with my sister. And, uh, yeah, went to uh, Miami Springs. Okay. Graduated from there. And I've been, uh, other than, like, a couple years away for school, came back. And then this is where I've been. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So how how many years were you here when you started popping up at Fatland? Pretty much immediately. You know what? When I went away to school, I was out in Arizona. I came back and... um, I think I got maybe about a couple months I had under my belt where I wasn't really doing much other than just working. Okay. But uh, I uh, I remember running into um, I, I would always go out to South Beach or whatever and just try to find out where the vibe was popping okay. and everything else. Okay. Yeah. Um, trying to you know link up and there was a couple cats in my building that I lived in in Hialeah. Okay. And um, I would catch them you know freestyling in the stairwell or whatever or in the lobby yeah, or whatever yeah. and I would just you know just vibe out with them and stuff like that. At the time, I'd already started trying to make beats. I had like a little Yamaha DJX or something like that. All and right. and I, I got a, a good friend of mine gave me a, a what is it called? A Boss DR202. It's a little sampler, you know? Okay. So I started, you know, pairing them up together and trying to learn the equipment and everything. But um, it really, the day that I actually got um, introduced to the scene down here was really happenstance. It was a girl that I worked with. She was an artist, and she used to work for, or she used to do work for, what was the paper called? Um, it was a it was a local hip hop newspaper, and I, it's right on the tip of my tongue, man. Um, See, I should know this too, and I, I can't think of. I either. still have it. I'm sure I still have it yeah. somewhere in my closet, somewhere you okay. know, because like, I keep like little things like that, and I'm, I'm it's gonna pop in my brain okay. at some point in time. Just shout it out at yeah, any time. Yeah, yeah. We could be yeah. drinking beers, just just, just throw like, it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. But um, she um, so I ended up reading one of the papers that she'd done some art in. Okay, she was an artist, and um, and then in there there was an article about Fatland, uh, and I was like, oh word. And it said on there, it happens every Tuesday at Fatland. Bomb. I was like, well, I'm going. The next <laughs> yeah. one, I'm going. Because I was trying to find out. I was trying to find the This is exactly you know? what you were looking for. Yeah, right? so uh, that's how I ended up down there. And just, um, you know, started running into cats like Magnum Mo, okay. um, Jay Pure, Streetlight Poets, um, uh, a cat named Jay Books at the time. He was dope. Uh, Oski Foundation, they was a house yeah. band for a while. Uh-huh. Um DJ Coopdeville, you yes, know, all of them. Yes, and of Cooper. course, obviously, uh, you know, Snow White. And um, a lot of the Zulus just hang out there. Zulu Red and, you know, and all of them. And uh, so it was really cool. You know, yeah. it was a cool-ass vibe to be down there and just hanging out and, and really taking it in. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I finally built up the nerve to go up there and, you know, try to recite a few joints that I had written. And um, 
you know, got into the freestyle cyphers, you know, every time, you know, every single, you know, evening that they would do it. And um, that's really where it all started, man, is in, uh, I think, uh, Speedy Legs. Okay. Was, so he was advertising, yeah, Speedy Legs, yeah, he was, he, uh, he had come through there one night, he was advertising the uh, B-Boy Pro-Am. The Pro-Am, okay, yes. And um, that was, uh, that was dope because, uh, again, I'd never been to anything like that. Okay. Never seen anything like yeah. that. Heard about it. Yeah. Never seen anything like that. Um, I showed up there again, really just going in there. I'm gonna wreck a mic, yo. I'm gonna <laughs> freestyle, yo. It's on. So I went through, Dude. and um, and uh, I remember um, showing up there, and they had like DJ Envy, DJ Domination, DJ Slice was there. They were on the wheels, you know, kind of like taking uh, taking turns and okay. stuff. And they had a little freestyle cipher out front for the MCs and stuff. And I went through and uh, decided to go ahead. And I had taken uh, this other cat with me. His name was Rockstein. And I ran okay. into him like a couple years ago. Um, but it's just funny. Small world, you know? Yeah, yeah. But um, we rolled through together. And um, it was at the Hollywood PAL. Okay. Just chilling. So we went through and got in there. Started, you know, started rhyming and everything else. And I remember um, after the cypher was over, we went inside. And they were doing actual competitions. And... Um, that was the day I struck up a friendship with Speedy Legs. Uh, I didn't even know him. Okay. You know, from there, I just had the flyer. And I remember that day, Slice was spinning breaks. All right. Off of 45s and stuff. <laughs> and I go in there, and I'm just, I'm sitting in the, in the bleachers with everybody else watching them break. They came to a little break in the competition where the judges had to tally the scores. Okay. And Speedy's, like, talking about how MCs nowadays can't run. You know, can't really freestyle, like, how they used to and everything else. I'm yeah. like, bullshit, bullshit. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm heckling from the crowd. And um and he was like, oh well, you think you got it? You think you could do that? And I was like, man, without a doubt, cause you know, yeah. MC, you gotta be on your own. Shit. Yes, yes. So I was like, you know, cool. So I went and um he called me out, and I was like, okay. I went up there, slices on the wheels. He throws on Gangstar. Um, I think it was either it was either Mass Appeal or it was just to get around. It was something by something, yeah, yeah. Gangstar, and it just I was like, oh. Thank you. All yeah. right, it's on now. And you knew Slice at this point. No, oh, no, this is. Oh, I, I didn't even know Slice at that point. Oh, okay. So this Still, is yeah, this prior is, to. Yeah, that's receded okay. the whole Fat Land thing. Oh. So that was crazy. So, you know, uh, you know, we go in, and, uh, you know, he puts on the record, and I just, he's like, okay, you got to rhyme about everything you see in front of you. So I'm like, bam, 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 yeah. bam, 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 bam. One of the B girls, I remember her name was Misdemeanor. She comes down and she starts breaking in the middle of the floor while wow. I'm rhyming. I'm like, yo. Oh yeah, look at that, da 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 da. Then I started shouting at the DJs and everything else, and he was like, "Okay, <laughs> all right, dude." Yeah, it's classic. You know, that was um, and that was it, man. After that, I started um, you know, actually with the pro am, I would host some of the MC battles and stuff okay. like that. And um, like I said, following that, we had the situation at Fatland, at Fatland. Where, uh, when Slice <laughs> came up, and from there we recorded the joint and. It, it, from that, I struck up the friendship with Slice, which leads into the production. Okay. Because that was my first opportunity of really getting in with a, a producer that knew yeah. his way around the studio and yeah. could teach me the ropes, which is what I wanted all along. Okay. And um, so he had a, he had his SP twelve hundred, you know, and his ADATs and you know yeah. had his Mackie board and everything else. And um, so I would, I man, I swear, man, I was I would go to work, I'd get off work, go home, change, grab some dinner. I'm at his house. Um, and as yeah. I was, I was at the his, I was there. Yeah, it was just like teach me, teach me, teach me. <laughs> and um, first couple of beats I ever made was on the SP1200. Nice. And um, that uh, that was it. That was I was hooked from that point on. It was like this is what I want to do. 
Dope. So I just went from there. Dope, yeah. dope. Was there any yeah. chance that Slice uh, remembered you, or did you? Yeah. Oh, so he remembered me from the pro am joint. Okay, so he did. And yeah. So that and that's part. I think that's part of the reason why he came up to me while I was you know reciting it as well. I don't think like he knew that I could rhyme obviously from that. Yeah. But I don't think that he knew that I could write. Okay. And there's a difference. You yeah. got to know that there's a difference. No, Most sure. folks know there's a difference. Sure. There's, there's cats that can rhyme their behind off, but they can't write. Yeah. Not a song, especially, you know? Yes, yeah, you and see so, that a lot. So I think he saw that in me. You know, he saw that I could write as well as, you know, be able to rhyme off the top. And so um, that's when we, you know, like I said, it really kicked off from that point. And then he saw that I really liked to do production. I was really interested in learning the production end of it as well. And wow. um, and he was willing, you know, he so was willing to just... connect. Yeah, uh, that was so, it. So you could say that that, uh, that that he gave you while you was on stage at the Fatland mm -hmm. doing your verses, uh, it was a couple years in the making or was it like... <laughs> it, was, it was months maybe, yeah. Months. I mean, it was, it was, it was like, months, but it was yeah. some time in the making. So yeah. that's why it turned out to be such a like a, a resounding dap, like, yeah. bro, enough Massive. to shake you off. Yeah. Threw me completely off my game. Yeah. I, I, and usually I was pretty good about staying on target, but man, yeah, I regardless so of whatever far. goes on around you. Yeah. But no, oh, for real, for yeah. real. So now we move into uh -huh. <clears throat> uh, further down the line. You decide to start making beats. Um, mm -hmm. Do you remember who uh, the first person you made a beat for? Well, besides, I mean, I'm sure you was rocking on these beats. Yeah, in some cases, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, honestly, it was. Um, I want to think. Okay. I think so that's around the same time that like I was hanging with Slice and then we had uh, the whole Moving Styles movement that was going on and stuff like that and I was still in the learning phases. Right. But um, I got my, um, I bought my MPC the end of 2000 I think it was. All when right. I, when I bought my MPC. And um, I think the first person I ever actually made a beat for probably would be Jay Pure. Okay. And um, that was just like, he, he would come around and, and me and him vibed out really well because we had a lot in common. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I made a beat and uh, it was a beat that actually became uh, a song uh, called Suburb Nine. Okay. Um, and uh, it's Get Dough, Suburb Nine. There's just multiple titles to it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he um, we recorded that actually into my MPC, the, the original version. Really? We recorded it into the right MPC. Into, yeah just it was just the craziest thing we were trying to figure out what we could do with whatever we had came up with and your own ingenuity he was like yeah, straight up and down mic, <laughs> mic in hand in the bathroom <laughs> yeah. you know built-in echo <laughs> reverb you know yeah. and um and uh i still have the the, the zip disc that that's on wow and uh but we we've recorded we recorded it like a couple times after that you know the last time we did it in the actual studio okay know? and um but the first beat I actually sold went to um, Elohim, which was he was a member of Streetlight Poets. Yes, yes. And um, you know he uh, he did a song called uh, Rock Bottom. Okay. And the that, Rock and Bottom that, of the Map. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And so that ended up on I think it was a, um, a compilation that the, the Brass King had put together. Okay. And everything else. So that was my first actual like beat that I sold somebody. Oh, all you right. Know, it was like I was like, wow, yeah, okay, dope. Here you go. Yeah, and it circulated on somebody else's. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. So nice. That was that was real cool, you know. So that's that. He has that distinction as far as you know, that's concerned. But okay. yeah, the first person I ever made beats for was definitely Jay Pure, and I made. A, I mean, that's where I really honed my skills. Okay. Was working with him because he he was very versatile. So mm -hmm. I, I couldn't just make one type of beat. Yeah. yeah. It was like you had to. I had to stretch myself. Yeah. I re I remember being in the cipher. And listening to Jay Pure, Elohim, yeah. and Jay Pure was one of always one of the cats where I was like, when he started rhyming, 
yeah, you paid attention. Yes. Or yeah, you was like, yep. you, you you was in for, you know, you was in for a, a, a treat. Like, like yeah. yeah, this cat's going to come up with something where you're like, how did he come up with that? Yeah. And, uh-huh. and and definitely gave you the, definitely always gave me the vibe where it was like, oh yeah, I got to do, <laughs> I got to come up with something better. better. Yeah. Like, I got, or maybe I won't say nothing this time around. Right. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's, I, believe me, I've been there a few times where you've been <laughs> like, oh. I'm not gonna follow that. I'm good. I'm good. You know, he, he was definitely one of those ones. Um, Dope. You know, it's, it's 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 been cool. You know, and um, I think because of working with him mm-hmm. and and him stretching me and pushing me, even on the production end of things, um, all the while pushing me also to rhyme more as well. Okay. Um, it really made it possible for me to be the type of producer that I am today. Uh, it's like okay. I really cre- I, I credit him a lot for that because. You know, I could work with a variety of different types of MCs now on rap, yeah. you know, rappers and stuff because of the fact that, you know, I can flex a lot of different styles. Okay. You know, and um, he, he really exposed me to a lot of that. So nice. it, was, it was good. It was dope. Dope, dope. Yeah. So now, Citation Sounds. Yeah, um, yeah. It, what, uh, how did that come to be? Like, at what point did you decide <laughs> it was like, this is going to be just straight production and uh-huh. it's going to be Citation Sounds? What's the origin of that? Um, work, I think working with a number of different people um and realizing again that the production is really what i what i felt you mm-hmm. know what i was really into um i started hanging out with um you know uh, infinite aka sweet jesus yes sir and uh, then um and of course uh you know cross tread it's another cat that i go way back with okay. um you know richie's one of the dopest mcs honestly that i've ever met i mean again I, i've been i've been blessed Honestly, I really feel that I've been blessed over the years because I've been put into the position where and, and put into the, the circle uh, with some really, really talented MCs okay. that just they make me want to be better. Yeah. I have to step my game up on yeah, the production yeah. end because I'm like, I can't get whack shit. You know, so, um, you know, it was like, you know, infinite, you know one of the most prolific writers I've ever, you know, dealt with, Jay Pure, Richie, you know, aka Crosstread, um, a lot of female MCs as well, Lioness, you know, Lady Lioness was okay. massive. Um, who would have thought? Who would have thought in South Florida oh, you would have found? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop sleeping. <laughs> no, it's yeah. Believe me, it's I've, out I've there. had the pleasure of working with about um, at least a good handful of dope female MCs dope yeah. and, I, and you know what I don't even say just dope MCs, MCs yes. period I, li- I, li- I don't like to make yeah. that distinction either yeah, because it just happened to be female you know what ha- yes. but like I mean I've, I've, I've and that's the thing that I, I tell folks is like you know we just got some dope MCs now yeah. period and, and they will wax they will wax cats yeah. um, and that's even to this day you know I'm, like I said I've, I've been really blessed you know to work with some really dope cats and, uh, and it makes me want to get better Yo, uh, you mentioned Sweet Jesus, Mr. Mm-hmm. Dirty Thirty Eight. Yeah, that was you. Uh, um, I, I'm kind of jumping around here, but yeah, the Bench Warmers. Yeah, uh, Kill Bill. Another one. There you um, go. I got a funny story about them. <laughs> okay, uh, but also before I think I get... everybody has a funny story about the <laughs> yeah. Bench Warmers. You... <laughs> and you can, and you can Listen, go, no. and, I, and if you're still in touch with them, you can go back yeah. and tell them, and they might remember this. Okay. They might remember this. Um, uh, but let me get into the story before I get into the other Go two ahead, tracks. Yeah. Um, they were performing at um, a spot called Stage 84. Okay. On uh, 84. Yeah, 84. Yeah. 84, and, 84. Uh, and what was that? Between Pine Island and Knob Hill, I think it is. Yep. Somewhere along the lines, that uh, that area. The, the people I knew the people who owned the spot. Okay. And my man, um, uh, Camillo. Shouts to Camillo. Okay. Um, 
back then he was holding on the spot. It was his place, and he's like, yeah, I want to do some poetry, some hip hop. I want to bring that crowd in. He was originally from New York, so he he, he, he knew the vibe, the vibe, and um, pulled it off a couple times. One time, uh, the bench warmers click was out there. They were performing, mm-hmm. um, and as they go on stage, um, I don't remember the names, but there's one really tall dude, Traff. Okay, yeah, and then there's one dude, average height. Yep. Okay, Joker yeah, Wild. Uh-huh. Okay, so Trav, so as soon as they get up there, now I've had a couple of beers, mind you. I'm with one of my homeboys, and I think I had gone on there before <laughs> the act started getting on, and I just went up there on the mic and spit something. Okay. And so when they get on, and it's it's not a big venue, no. and at this point, it's not really packed, but you have a real nice feel with the people that are there. The vibe. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm in the crowd, and I turn to my homeboy, jokingly, and I go, I could dunk on him. <laughs> and I and I pointed and I and I pointed at, no. at, at, at Trav. <clears throat> so all in jest, because this dude is tall. And I I, I I I kid you not, my man heard me and he said, "No, you can't." <laughs> and I looked up and I was like, "Damn, he heard that." I don't know if I was just that close yeah. or they, I mean like I said it was a good amount of people there but it wasn't packed yeah. but the vibe was nice it was right for the spot right. but yeah so that was my that's my bench warmer story you can share that with him he might remember I mean he's definitely gonna remember he might remember that happening but uh-huh. he ain't gonna remember me but oh, man. you uh, never know hey. yeah Listen. it's true uh, besides that so Kill Bill bench warmers yeah. um, vagina coding what they yeah. do you did the chorus on that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm, don't tell me what it is because I'm still trying to decipher what the chorus okay. is. I got bits and pieces of it, and <laughs> and my my like just my hip hop fandom is like I'm not a big fan of lyric videos. Okay. Because sometimes they're good though. No, I mean they they serve a purpose. Yeah. I think they're good in the sense because we get inundated with so much music right. that we don't have the time to sit down like we used to with music and and really digest yeah, it, it and yeah. get into it yeah. and then d- decipher it or decode it your own yeah. before there was a genius. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So um so you're on that. Uh, you didn't produce that, did you? Nope. Okay, no, you I'm just on strictly by Orion. Yeah. Okay, Orion. Yeah. Okay, dope. Shout out to you, Orion. <laughs> exactly. Um, I should have known that. I got the damn uh, tape. I should have read the liner notes. Another <laughs> thing we don't do nowadays read is the liner read liner notes. notes. I just had a conversation about that. Earlier. Yeah. Yep. So and and most recently, uh closest thing to heaven. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you Draz Spaz. and Spaz. Yeah. Spaz, dope MC. I met them through um what they do. Yep. And uh I I I mean all those cats are tight from front to back. Yeah. And uh yeah. and I heard that most recently. That's the most recent. Um how did let's let's go there. How did that come about? Um Yes, so like you know, um Spaz is a member of uh what they do and um I think it was one of the sessions when um, we were recording. We were over at uh, the um, studio that's owned by um, Urban Union. And uh, we were recording, and he was there chilling. And, you know, I would go through, and when they had, when they had a break and they weren't doing anything, I would just, you know, put on, you know, beats, whatever. Okay. And we just started vibing out, man. And he would, you know, he was, like, coming off the top like it was nothing, you know? Okay. So I was like, man. You know, I was impressed. I was already impressed with the stuff he was recording, but yeah. the fact that he was just so like on point, and um, you know, so we struck it up. You know, struck up conversation, and I've always I've, each of the members of, of uh, what they do, I've worked with individually. Okay. You know, so Thousand, he dropped his album recently. Yes. Uh, Third Born. Yes. Um, Chronicles. Yeah, yeah. Two Third tracks Born. on that one. His previous album had a couple tracks on that as well. Okay. Orion, I've pretty much been. I think I've had a track on each of his albums since uh, Esperanza. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So me and him, me and him, me and Orion actually linked up because 
Sweet Jesus. So okay. Sweet Jesus and Orion know each other. Yeah. And he, you yeah. know, so that's how it all came to, you know, kind of came together. And like I said, I was there that night, you know, when they were recording, you know, one of many sessions that they were recording. Um, for, for the substance they, abuse album? Yeah, for that whole album. Okay. I would just come through, kick it, be a fly on the wall. That's how I ended up on the hook, you know. There you go. Uh, that wasn't planned at all. Nah. It was just like, hey, you here, do the hook. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, but it was, um, you know, it, it was like that. That's the kind of vibe, you know. It's a real cool, um, you know, collective, you know, the whole Smoke and Mirrors crew. Yes, sir. And, um. Shout out so, to y'all, Smoke and Mirrors. Man, that's my folk, man, definitely. And, uh, so, uh, what we, um, we had planned on doing some, you know, recording some additional, um, stuff for the whole group you know what they do anyway okay and uh so they came through recorded a couple tracks you know at my spot and then um um i had spaz come through as well um and then me and him just started chopping up and he was like yeah i got a couple joints i want to you know really want to work on mm -hmm. and um you know let him hear some beats he was like okay that one right there All and right. um so I gave him it's that one and there's like two tracks and two beats that I sent him and he was like, Yeah, I right, I'm gonna write this and we'll we'll get we'll link back up. And that yeah. was like uh about I think it was like August last year. Oh wow when we, okay. when we started it. Okay. Um and then like I said, they really got busy hardcore on the on finishing up the what they do project yeah. and getting that out there. And um so finally me and him linked up after everything and um uh, we went ahead and got uh the rest of the track completed. You know, um, and uh, it came out. It just came out beautiful, man. It did. It's, it's, it's one of those tracks that, when you listen to it and you really start to like understand what he's talking about, really get into it, like you said, really getting into the lyrics and mm -hmm. diving into it, um, it'll give you goosebumps, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a it's a real vibe and it's real. It's a deep song. It's a meaningful song. You know, it's like it's, he's writing a song and it's a conversation with his son. Yeah. You know, and um, uh, he's really. He's vulnerable, he's vulnerable on the song. He's letting you in more so than most MCs would. You know what I'm saying? Correct. It's like, you know, just the things that he's learned about being a father and things like that. And um, just hearing it, I was just like, man, this has to go out, man. He was like, yeah, I know. And so <laughs> it was like, we, we was like, let's get it done. Let's get it done. And we started just working and uh, we decided Father's Day was the day, the day to drop it, you know? Beautiful. And um, Everything we did up until that point was just like you know working toward working backwards toward that goal okay. of uh, releasing it on Father's Day and then making sure people got a chance to hear it. You know, for and, sure, for sure. Um, like I said, it just came together perfect, man. It's just nice. If y'all, yeah, my listeners out there, Podcast Planet, yeah. do yourself a favor, get out there, <clears throat> look it up. It's closest thing to heaven. Yep, it's uh, Spaz Spaz three hundred five on the Instagram and it's yep. produced by Draz. So yep. um, you're not gonna be disappointed for not sure, for sure. So bam, so that's citation sounds that's happening there. Mm -hmm. um, you've got a, a project, a project uh, that you dropped some time back was remixes. Oh man, yeah, last that's summer. Yeah, okay, summer citation, summer sounds, of citation sounds. Yeah. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, common, yeah. common, my my favorite MC. Okay. Um, so when I'm scrolling through the SoundCloud and I see, I used to love her remix. Yeah. Now. For my hip hop heads, you know that I used to love her on its own, like just that. Yeah. It's it's something that you know. Absolute it, classic. Exactly, yeah. and it and it's it's pristine in its own mm -hmm. in its own uh, true form. Yeah. So I was like, I gotta hear this, bro. I was not disappointed. <laughs> I was you. not disappointed, Thank man. Yeah, that was that was a dope remix. Thank you. The other one was um, which was uh, interesting because I had I, I mean I haven't seen this done. I haven't been following too many producers, but I haven't seen this done. Uh, DOC's funky enough. Yes. 
um, that was one of the cast when I when I first got into hip hop where I was like, oh, this guy's saying he's sounding different than most people right now, yes. and I could follow what he's saying, mm-hmm. and uh, had no idea he was out from uh, was it Dallas or Houston? He's yeah, from, Dallas, Dallas yep, from yep. Dallas. Um, affiliation with the, the uh, with NWA or mm-hmm. Ice Cube in the West Coast, Dre, Dre, yes. So, um, so when I saw that, that was the other one I clicked on, and I was like, "Yo, this brings a whole other." Because now, granted, the original song came out 88, 89, 88, 88, 89. Yeah, I think eighty eight actually. He he even said this is eighty eight. Yeah, yes. So, yeah, uh-huh. so and yeah. so you can imagine what the production sounded like. We all know what the production sounded like back, back then. then. For yeah. those who don't, you can imagine what it sounded back then. Mm-hmm. And then now, for you to to add your own twist to it yeah. you know it was as you said 2018 it had to be because we were yeah, in 2018 yeah, yeah. and I was like wow this this works somehow <laughs> dope I was I was pleasantly surprised by how that came out together that was pretty dope man you, um, yeah. what else do you find yourself doing nowadays um, well right now I mean really just um, one you know I want, I want to do more stuff with Vaz um, got a, a project that um, is in the works with uh, Deadshot from uh, ID4 Okay. And, um, but also, um, I have a couple tracks with, uh, Dynas. All right, He's got his high level yeah, yeah. album that he's working on. Okay. Uh, putting the finishing touches on. Um, re- I'm dying for that to drop because that's, yeah. that's one of my favorite tracks that I've produced so far. Really? Honestly. It's up there. I mean, it, Closest Thing to Heaven, High Level, they are right there because yeah, both of them neck. really came very, very tight on those songs. Right. Um, and they married the tracks perfectly, nice. you know? Um, the, uh, really just continuing on i mean one of the big things that i got going on right now is you know uh working with uh ghost rider you know we formed a label rebellion oh, rebellion yes, yes okay rebellion. y'all make sure y'all follow that rebellion yeah yeah definitely and um you know we got a, a really a crew of um honestly just i mean i'm not even including myself just some dope dope producers we pulled together okay everybody has their own sound nice but we all come together and find ourselves even collaborating on tracks which yeah. is helping us to create something that's even crazier right on some, now on some um it's, it's, on some um organized noise yeah thank you everybody exactly. adds yeah, something yeah. different yeah everybody kind of adds a little element to it yeah. and, and, and and you know the stuff that we're coming up with is just really coming out like really dope um that album is his his comeback album is um is actually slated to drop in august this is ghost rider Ghost so right now, so, Study Hall is out now. Study Hall is That's out right single. now. Yeah. Dope song. Yep. Dope song. Absolutely. I'm feeling it. Yep. I'm feeling it. Anytime I learn something when listening to music, I, that, yeah. that to me ranks it as dope. The way that this album is coming together and the okay. stuff that he, the subjects that he's tackling on this album, really? the way he's spitting, his delivery and everything else, I'm just, I can't, I can't say enough. You know okay. what I'm saying? It's like, and and and, and, and it, but I don't want to say too much. I want everybody I to like. I want, I just want people to just get the chance to absorb this on their own. It's gonna take you time. You a know? technique I like to use is under yeah. promise and over deliver. Over deliver, yeah, yeah. It never works when you you yeah. know something's dope, and when you try to convey that or you do sell it like that to somebody, mm-hmm. there's always the risk that they um. They're not gonna feel it off the strength that you sold it too much. Right, right. So that's why you want to go in yeah. at a certain, but but you know it's dope. But it's dope. Yeah, yeah. it's like if you look at this body of work to date and yeah. you look at study. Let me put it in perspective. Study Hall is the warm up. Okay. It's not even meant to be on the album. It's the warm up. Wow. All right. Yes. So I'm gonna leave it at that. Dope. And then just you know, like I said, I mean, just you know, the vibe is gonna be on point, and the lyricism is just top notch. Honestly. Nice. Like oh he's, my. He's. 
this is a statement. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's making a statement, you know, and uh, and I think that um, uh, I, I hope that folks are ready for it. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. If now we're going to we're going to condition y'all. We're going to train y'all. Get we're going to get y'all now. in shape. He said it's the warm up. <laughs> yeah. So before we get into the next segment and we start losing our mind on drinks and whatnot. OK. <laughs> let the people know. Let's handle the official business. Let for the sure. people know what's going on right now, where they can find you and all that other stuff. Uh, yeah. So right now I'm just. uh really working on getting as much material out this summer um you know with rebellion as well as outside of that you know just you know citation sounds direct stuff um you know looking for uh looking forward to working with you know the especially the local talent you know it's like yeah. i'm i'm a, i'm home team dude yes you know because so it exists it, exactly it exists. we really have massive talent down here i don't need to go out and chase placements with cats that ain't from here mm-hmm. i don't need to do that my aim is to make sure that we put our folks on the map because I don't even feel like we're getting the just due that we really deserve oh, right sure. now. Still, you yeah. know, um, even as much as we have shown, you know, what we what we're capable of as a, a community down here. Yeah. And um, so it's really connecting the dots, you know, as best as possible. You yeah. Know, and making sure that the material gets out there. Um, so that's really my aim right now is, is that as far as, you know, where they can find me, you know, like you said, I got the SoundCloud page. I'm constantly putting stuff up there. Um, Instagram, you know, citation.sounds okay. you know, on Instagram. Uh, that's the handle. And uh, I'm trying to be as consistent as possible with putting stuff up there. Um, I got a beat store on uh, beat store on um, beatstars.com. Okay. You know, so that's uh, first time cit- I heard of it. Okay. Yeah, citationsounds.beatstars.com. Okay. And uh, it, the the link is actually in my bio on Instagram as well. Nice, you nice. Know? And um, you know, I'm, I'm con- it, literally twice at least twice a week I'm loading beats up to the beat store. You Dope. know, and uh, you know, really because I have a ton of stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. ton of beats, and I just basically say, okay, put that one up. You know. That's, yeah. Now, mind you, I mean, there's some stuff that, no, you know, yeah, the vault, <laughs> there's the vault, of yeah, course, that exists, you know, crack the vault for that. but you know, hey, listen, I mean, I try to put some really good stuff up on BeatStars as well, and, and, you know, I really want to connect with, you know, different cats that are out there, and, um, you know, at, at the time being right now, just building my skill, because I mean, I still got a long ways to go, I'm not anywhere near where I know I could be as a producer, wow. um, so I still have room to grow, and uh, so I'm continuously looking for the perfect beat. That's, that's it. You know, taking that's it back it. to Grandmaster Flash. Classic. You know? Classic. So that's that's me, you know, in okay. a nutshell. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. Y'all heads, my heads, y'all heard it. You got to know Draz. Draz yeah. gave you the all the details. <laughs> Even when uh first time I, I shared some notes, uh some details as far as when we first got together. Yeah. He put you on to where he started off at, where he's at now. And uh, there's only other one thing to do. He gave, oh, he gave you the info where to find them now. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much a wrap for this segment. You know what we do on the other side. It's the Bruce portion. This is Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. Old yeah. Head Ed and Draz in the house. I'm feeling adventurous. Maybe I'll try something new. About a logger or porter. Pills are Belgian or stout. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. Back at it again. We're in the bruise segment. We're about to set it off now. And as we always do, um, sometimes I fail on it, but I try to keep this tradition going. Uh, this segment is brought to you by Mama Juana King. Um, so what we do is um, we take a shot of Mama Juana King. Uh, this time around, I got Draz with me still. We're going to get into this beers, but uh, he's going to experience Mama Juana for the first time. So um, we'll drink to that. Yo, salute. Salute. Yes, sir. That was the shot. What'd you think? It's 
good. I like it. Okay. It's um kind of sweet, but still you get that nice little just a nice little burn. Yeah. On the, on the, when it's going down. Correct. Smooth. Yes. Yes. Smooth. It's not overbearing. Yeah, the heat yeah, is not. It'll honey. knock you over the head. Like yeah. Honey? It's the okay. honey. Yeah. All there's right, honey yeah. in there. Um. Shouts to you, Mama Juana King. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm going to need a bottle of that. There you go. <laughs> there you go. We'll, we'll make it happen. Yeah, make, yeah. make thoughts connect and whatnot. So with that, now we're primed. Ready to go. Yeah. And we're going to get into these beers. As always, you got four beers in front of you. Okay. My people know what's up. Four beers. Draz, you, we go through, you know, left to right. Or is, it, is that? Yeah, that's your left. My left to your right. Yeah. My I got to remind myself that when I point at my, using my right, it's your left. So yeah, yeah. from left to right, we're going to set it off there. We'll take your time with each one. You know, okay. you, whatever little ritual you have, taste it. Uh, let me know what you think of it. We got the pretzel chips in the house just to cleanse the palate in between. <laughs> okay. Um, and soak up maybe some of the alcohol. So, without further ado, Draz, let's go on that first one. That is yes. uh, Dogfish Head. Okay. That is their Namaste White. That's Dogfish Head Brewing Company, Namaste White. It's out of Delaware. It is a Belgian wheat beer, or what they call a white beer. Um, and this one clocks in at a 4.8 ABV. What do you think, Draz? Smooth. Okay. Um, reminds me a little bit of Stella. Okay. Just a little bit, but um, smooth. I like it. Nice. Um, not like not crazy bitter. Okay. That's uh, that that always turns me off. Yeah, that's yeah. It. I don't need I don't need my beer to be extra bitter. For real, you know? for real. So that's good. I like that. The, I'm, I'm, I'm do you know that there is a uh, there is a uh, a rating system for bitterness? Okay. It's called the IBU. Okay. So it's international bitterness units. Okay. All right. And um, so that might be something you want to look towards I'm when look I don't know what this one. I don't know what the IBU is on this. I haven't come across it, but definitely if you ever question a beer, if you find yourself selecting a beer, you could always look around the label. There might be some type of indication as to what the IBU is, and that'll you know kind of like keep you away from something that's too bitter. Learn something new every day. There you go. Like I said, don't happen often. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but nevertheless, we're learning. Uh, the second one. This is gonna be a Terrapin Beer Co. Terrapin Beer Company. This is their High Five. This is a this is their High Five IPA. Okay. Um, out of Georgia, it's an IPA, and this one comes in a little heavier. This is at 5.9. Um, it's the High Five. It's called the High Five. I think it's called the Up High now. I think they recently changed the name to it. Okay. And uh, they call it the High Five because it has five different hops in it. Yeah, so it's, got, it's definitely got layers to it. Yeah. So orange or something in there? Typically, most IPAs have Good. some type of a citrus. Yeah, okay. There, there's, there's usually a citrus influence in the okay. IPAs. Um, I'm not a big IPA fan. Okay. I'm working my way into them. There's very few that I, I could actually drink and enjoy where I'm like, okay, I could drink this. A lot of times, a lot of times I, try, I try a little bit of everything. Bet. And a lot of times I find myself going, oh yeah, this one's carrying, like like the IPA, that bitterness, like you said, uh -huh. or the, that hopping, it stays with you at the end, and I'm not right. a big fan of that. Yeah, um, yeah, I get that. I, I'm with you on that. Though, you know, it's funny, it's like IPAs, um, never never used to have them, you know? Okay. I would stick to, you know, England. Yeah, the Pilsner Lagers. Uh, yeah, yeah, that type of stuff. Yeah. And... It's actually a name brand that put me up on uh, IPAs. Cause okay. To, every time we'd get together, Smoke yeah. Mirrors, like, you know, he would always bring something that was like, what the hell is that? You yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. That, so I'd yeah. show up, you know, we show up with like Corona, Heineken, yeah. we show up with like 
you know, something else and we'll be like, okay, Yeah, something I'll moon dust or it. something like that. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, F it, I'll try it. There you, you know, go. Just for the hell of it. And that's how I got up on Black and Tans. Okay. You know, it was, okay. it was, it was, it was name brand, you know, Black and Tans. I'm like, what? Okay, I'll try it. Bam. Perfect. There now, that, that's a perfect segue. We're halfway through the beers. Yeah. We're a perfect segue into um, what's your earliest beer memory? <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> no, nah, it ain't going to be good at all, dude. For the listener. Listen, for the listener. All right. <laughs> um, I think I was... Ah, man. All right. So, I was raised in Detroit, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Grandfather on the east side. I used to work for Ford, right? And uh, uh, he was, uh, you know, ex-Navy. Uh, okay. You know, yeah, ex-Seaman and everything. And... Uh, he was a bit of an alcoholic, if you will. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. So uh, he developed yeah. a taste. He developed a taste, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, so it was one of my earliest memories of him. Probably, you know, and and is us walking to uh, the corner liquor store. Okay. You know, so you know, staying there on the weekend, whatever, hanging out with my grandparents. Yeah. We walked down to the corner liquor store. It's East Side Detroit, so you know that was one very close always. Yeah. Okay? And uh, we get no in there. shortage. No, no never shortage, shortage of a liquor store at Eastside Detroit. Yeah, so he goes in and uh, he gets uh, Miller High Life, all right, and he gets uh, he gets himself a it's like a four pack. This is a little taller cans, you know. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And we go back and um, sit on the porch, and uh, he's just sitting there, got his beer in his brown bag, whatever, and he's mm-hmm. just you know tossing them back, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, Grandpa, I'm thirsty. And he's like, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I drink the damn beer. Yeah, the whole like thing? A, the, it was like a 16 ounce or something yeah, like yeah, that, I think the, it was. Yeah, the tall boys on the four packs. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I was <laughs> so damn tore up, man. <laughs> My grandmother was like, what the hell are you doing to the boy? She comes out, she's screaming at him and everything yeah. else. And, and uh, but yeah, that, so that would be my uh, my first introduction to beer. Wow! Yeah, so wow. I was I have a, I have a, a, a soft spot in my heart for, for, for high life, you know. Yeah, for, for high life. Just well, yeah, when you see it on the show, see it on the show, like, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, the comes in. <laughs> yeah. that is so, so dope. That is so yeah, dope. Yeah, so. What what do you usually? Do? Oh well, you said black and tan. So uh-huh. nowadays is is something of the black and tan variety, or you said Stella yeah. also. Stella, yeah. Stella's so cool. yeah, Stella, black and tan. Um, um, Yingling, uh, I find myself. I'm, I'm not. I'm not crazy, you know. Like I'll, I'll try stuff, you know. Yeah. So if I'm if I'm if I'm out and about hanging out. Yeah. You know, if, if somebody's like, hey, let's try this. I'm like, I'm usually game for it, you know. True. I'm, I'm True. like that with food too, you know. True. It's like, um, I'm I'm always down to try something different. Nice. Um, uh, if 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 ever you find yourself in a any most beer places, beer gardens, I, a pub, mm-hmm. um, you like black and tans, um. What I, I, I've discovered that I really like is, uh, I, sh- I started off with like heavy ciders. Like I was always with the, oh, cider, yeah, cider, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, and, um, those are good too. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, after, after, you know, your, your typical, uh, uh, Budweiser, mm-hmm. uh, Miller Lite, you know, you did that for a while and then yeah. cider started coming to play for me and I was like, okay, I like this, this cider stuff, uh, but that could get a little overbearing too. Cause they're really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever pull up to a spot that has cider and Guinness or a cider on tap and a Guinness, um, they all call it a different thing. Um, the, the pub down in Pembroke Gardens, they call it the Queen's Velvet. The Queen's Velvet, okay. And then they'll drop um, Angry Orchard at the bottom mm-hmm. and then they'll float the uh, the Guinness right on top. Mm. So it's, it's I, I'm not a big Guinness, Guinness fan either, but what I like is that you'll tip it back, you'll uh-huh. start tasting that Guinness and then eventually that, that cider the peeks cider. out from underneath uh-huh. and so that finish is the cider. 
It's dope. Try it it's out. Check it out. Some people mix it up. Some people will mix it. Okay. Like get it all. But I like I like you layers. like to let it do. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Just do its own thing. I ain't mad at that. I ain't so, mad at that. So try yeah, that yeah. out. But with no further ado, let's get into that third beer. Okay. This one is Clown Shoes. Or Clown, Clown Shoes. Shoes Beer Company. Okay. And this is called the Chocolate Sombrero. For all my Mexicanos, it's actually it's out of Massachusetts, but uh, this is an American Imperial Stout. Um, this one, this one holds. This is this is the uh, the heavyweight. This is like uh, this is the one that holds the most. This is comes in at a nine percent ABV, which is the highest one out of the four you have in front of you. And that one has um, a couple of things. Uh, it has roasted dark malts, chocolate malts, okay. hence yeah. the chocolate uh, sombrero because it has the ancho chile in it. And then it's got cinnamon and vanilla extract in there too. So, um, typically for me, that falls under like the uh, dessert beer category. How do you feel about it? I wouldn't necessarily call it dessert, but I feel you. I get it. I get <laughs> okay. the idea. Okay. Most styles because they're thick. You know, yes, the correct. Yeah. So yeah, I ain't mad at it though. Nice. But, but Guinness is still gonna be like the bar. Yeah, for sure. So for sure. And so okay, if we're talking about experiences, Let's do the it. first time I ever had a Guinness stout. All right. Was in England, really? So I uh, went over there for work and uh, went on a pub crawl. Ooh, yeah. Oh, in, uh, in Victoria, oh. and um, never been on a pub crawl in my life. Right? Minding your P's and Q's out there. <laughs> now, I don't know if I was doing that very good well, job of it, but yeah. It was, but I was. I, I wanted to. I wanted to immerse myself. You want experience? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. You're there. It was, it was all of it was the experience, you know. Exactly. And so um, I, you know, I went out with. Um, you know, a couple folks from work, you okay. know, and um, they was like, yeah, let's go to Victoria. We're going to drive out here. And we're going to do a pub crawl. And I'm like, I, <laughs> I got nothing else to do. Let's roll. Yeah. And um, and I didn't even know what the hell a pub crawl was. Okay. But now I understand. It's bar hopping, basically. But yes. it's like you literally, when they say pub crawl, there's like a pub and then you cross the street, which is a very narrow street, first of all. Yes. But it's a, it's a pub here. It's a pub here. It's a pub here. It's a pub here. You know, you're not driving. You're just literally <laughs> walking from pub to pub yeah, getting yeah. a drink. And I swear, man, I was like, like, I don't even know how many pubs we hit up, honestly. But every pub we went to, I tried a different type. Wow. So it was like, yo, okay, this is a lotter. Okay, uh, oh, this is Stella. That's where I, where I fell in love with Stella, you know? Okay, okay. I was like, okay, now. No better place to. Right, you know? And then so, <laughs> and they're like, okay, now. Here's a Guinness Stout, and it was thick. All right, so I was, I was like, man, it's like drinking milk. Yeah. <laughs> but so that's what I'm saying. So you know, is this thirty weight oil? Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Right. I, I got, I got homies that they live by Guinness. That's all they drink. I ain't mad at it. And um, that, yeah. that's their go-to. And and once in a while they'll branch out, but they never go too far. They'll test the waters, but they never go too far. They always come back to to uh, to Guinness. It's it's funny. I, I mean that. I hope one day I could hit up, I could find myself saying, yo, I'm here and we're going to do a pub crawl. Um, typically, t- and I know that, like you said, there's several pubs involved. Mm-hmm. So I imagine. So, um, <laughs> and you end up crawling at the end. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hence pub you crawl. earned that name. <laughs> but, yeah. but I mean, I'd have to do, I'd have to do some preparation uh, before doing something like that. Because nowadays I'll sit down and I think I'll have, I'll have three beers. Okay. I think I ha- I could have three beers and yeah. I find myself in a place where I'm like everything's cool. Yeah. I like it. You know that yeah. after that it's you know everything's extra credit started. after that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. now you're just showing up. In order for yeah, in order for you to <laughs> I imagine in order for you to get a successful pub crawl off, you're not just doing three pubs. No. Yeah. So so it's like 
I have to make sure I got my protein in. Three problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> to, to be a respectable pro pub. For real, yeah. yes. I mean, because if you're going to do it, yeah, for sure. So, shouts yeah. to Pub Crawls yeah. and, and, the, and the opportunity to do it someday, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So, with that, let's get into our fourth beer, fourth and final beer. This one also is from the Dogfish Head Brewing Company. I kind of bookended them. Okay. And this is the, the Lupu Luau. Exactly. This is out of Del- uh, well, Dogfish is out of Delaware. This is an American IPA, okay. and this one comes in at a seven point three percent ABV. Okay. Uh, so just between. Yeah. Yeah. Cl- what, kind of, the cl- what was it called? The, the, the terrapin, which terrapin is five point nine, and then the clown shoes, the chocolate is nine. So you're like, okay. yeah, you're sitting comfortably in between those two. Okay. Um, <clears throat> this one's a uh, coconut IPA. Um, apparently, it, it when they Ooh. brew it. Let me know. It sounds like you. Re- yeah. I like that. You like that one? Yeah, I'm gonna need to take a picture of that bomb. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that's definitely. on my list now. Nice, nice. That, yeah, okay. okay. Got a whole, got a whole can over there ready, mm-hmm. ready and willing. That's um, it. This one is uh, apparently is used. It, they utilize coconut in three different ways. Um, one of them is toasted coconut in the brewing process. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other is the dehydrated coconut water, which is kind of strange to have dehydrated, dehydrated coconut water, water or just water in general. Well, yeah, general yeah, water, right. yeah. But yeah, somehow they dehydrate <laughs> coconut water and they add it to the process. And that's then the real. third is an experimental hop, which I guess it has a coconut uh, feel to it. Um, and that's why uh, that's why they have this one. It's a coconut IPA. You dig it? I dig it. Nice, nice. Cool. That take your Seriously, time. Enjoy. I like that. I like like I like it. It's, one, it's smooth, and then just the, the the taste that it leaves you with, the flavor that it leaves you with. Afterwards. It's not okay. Man. So it's it's a it's a pleasant taste. Yeah, it's not something that's much. taking you out of here. Okay. Yeah. Dope. I like that. Dope. Glad we, I'm glad we ended with that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The cherry on top. Mm-hmm. For real. For real. So cool. So Draz, you went through the four beers. Yep. Had a little bit of each. Okay. And um. And uh, you kind of hinted a little as to where you were going with this, but let's make it official. Yeah. Let's go one through four, four through one, if you want to do it that way. But let, let's get a little rating system on your behalf there. All right. So let's go. All right. From the top. Okay. All right. Top down, right? Okay. Luau. That's okay. number one. I'm going to go with. Might mess around and go with the high five. The high five, okay, okay. So you got yeah. you got the two IPAs, one and two. Okay. Okay. And then I think I'm gonna go with the Namaste and then the Clown. And that's only just because, again, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. The stout is like, like I said. Yeah. Guinness. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> so, so that it's it's a it's a lot it's a high bar it's a lot to compare to. So right. the Guinness it is, is already it really there. Is, yeah. Dope. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, heads. Uh-huh. Yeah, I heard it from 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 Draz himself. You know, he. he I am he not was... the authority, by the way. <laughs> no, but we are capable of drinking, so that's yeah. all. That makes that qualifies you. If you could at least enjoy a beer, then hey, you got a place at this podcast. All right, this, this is the place. So let's run that back. I'm gonna uh, add that to my resume now. Yeah, critic. yeah. All right. Dope. There you go. <laughs> We're making things happen here without even realizing. Mm-hmm. So Dogfish Head, the Lupulu Wow, that was your number one. Yep. And then you went with the Terrapin Beer Company High Five IPA, that was two. Yep, yep. And then you went with the Namaste White from Dogfish Head, the Belgian Whip Beer, and then you finished it off with the Clown Shoes Chocolate Sombrero on the end. Yes. With, with, with all good reasons. Yeah. So with that, now that we, we, we you know got a little libation in us, yeah, yeah. got some pretzels, we hit up the Mama Juana King, Ooh-hoo. there's no other thing I left to do but to close out this segment mm-hmm. and get into the next one. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast, Old Head Ed, Draz is still up in here with us. See y'all right. on the other side. Yeah.
Bruise Beats and Easter Podcast, Old Head Ed, Still Got Draz, Draz, Chef Draz, DSPZ, Citation Styles, whatever you want to go, whatever you want to call them, it's Draz. And uh, we are now uh, entering the segment where we get into a little bit of what Draz likes to listen to, what's he listening to now. So with that, Draz, what are you listening to nowadays? Um... Obviously, I'm listening. So I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion, but I like to listen to the stuff that I produce. You know. Okay. Um, I, I critique the hell out of myself. I'm my. I'm. I am my own worst critic. Okay. Know, of the stuff that I produce and that I put out there. You know. Yeah. So I'm constantly listening to it, and oh, I could do better with this, and I can improve upon this. Okay. Um, I'm listening to a lot of you know local and um, if you will, unsigned talent or just uh, up and coming talent. All right. Um, I'm always. I'm, I'm always scanning my comments on mm. Instagram and listening. Yo, hey, you should listen to my music. Okay, cool. I'll I'm click good. the link and I'll follow it. <laughs> yeah. They think I don't, but I yeah. will, you know. And then um, and I'll comment, you know, if I'm if I'm feeling it. If I if I think there's something there, I'm telling them, you know, that you know that's just how I am. Yeah. Um, I love music. Period. I'm yes. a connoisseur of music. Before anything else, I was a connoisseur of music. Yeah, okay. I loved it always, and different types by that. You know, by the way, um, not just hip hop. All right. You know, I, I honestly love listening to different types of stuff. It's like, it's funny. It's like you said it earlier. It's like, you know, the pretzels, like cleansing the palate, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you got to step away from hip hop in order to come back to hip hop and make dope for hip hop. And or appreciate it even and more. And appreciate it even yeah. more, you know? So, okay. And, you know, sometimes, you know, I'll find myself listening to stuff that's not necessarily in that category. But then I come back and I'm like, man, oh, that was dope. You know, like yeah. what this guy did to this. So, you know. Okay. And, um, you know, the appreciation is there, you know? Yeah. So... Um, but what I'm listening to right now, like I said, a lot of local, um, really, you know, just vibing to the stuff that's going on right now. So I tell folks, you know, all the time, you know, shoot me a link, you know, um, you know, the citation dot sounds, um, Instagram, that's the best place, you know, really to shoot it to me. Okay. Um, they could DM it to me if they want to shoot me a link or a video or whatever it is. Um, I'll usually follow the links and I'll check it out. Okay. Um, I'm very much into that. And, uh, and nice. I'm always searching for, you know, dope talent anyway. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. There's always different sounds out there, you know? For sure, for sure. Yeah. Or, or or something that uh, maybe people aren't up on yet. Listen, and might right. and, and might have a, you know, it has a strong, uh, or yep. evokes a strong uh, sense of like, yo, this is originality, this yeah. is creativity. And, yep. and it's always good to run into something where it's not your typical run of the mill. And it's right. like, ah. And that's and finding it first and being able to turn around and go, yo, have you heard this? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, I'm big on that. I'm big <laughs> yeah. on that. Yeah. Dope, um, dope. You mentioned um, Art Morera, which uh, a local talent. You wanted to touch on that? Yeah, man. Uh, so, Tell us about that. So yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's funny. Um, we were talking about the, you know, some of the people that uh, I work with and everything, and, and, and Art Morera has really um, been one of those ones that just really he's blown my mind a few times. Okay, you know, you know just the way he puts stuff together and like how you were talking about um, how something, a different sound, you know? Yes. And I think that's the one thing that I've, I've really enjoyed when I work with him is that it's like um, very unexpected what the outcome will be. You mm-hmm. can't just, you can't predict him. And okay. I think that's dope about him. Okay. You know? And now he's gotten really, really big in the production end of things, you know? Wow. All right. Um, so to the point where it's like, it will have conversations like about production and then just, you know, projects and stuff. Like, he's got, like, so much material. It was a workhorse. Okay. Period. And, um, uh, but he's one of, he's definitely one of my favorites that, that I've had an opportunity to work with. Um, one of the favorite songs that I've actually produced um, that's definitely up there is, uh, uh, we got a couple songs that he put out on his um, Marrera EP or okay. album. It was 
I had two back to back. One was work, okay. and the other one was uh, on deck. And right. um, but the first song we ever worked on was uh, Caught Up. Okay. And he did a video for that and everything else, and nice. it was a Phyllis Hyman sample flip. You know, all right. It was dope. And he just he chose it. And I didn't think anybody would get understand my vibe with that. Yeah. But he came in and killed it. Nice. So I was like, I was like, yes. And um, but what he did with uh, work and what he did with on deck, uh, work is like made me feel like Pete Rock for a minute. You know, really? it was like just yeah. the way he the way he shouted me out on it. Okay, it's dope because like the hook is you know it's like my name R God Jazz on the beat on the beat. And I was like I was like I've never heard anybody do anything like <laughs> yeah. that. Like, this is dope. Yeah. You know, so it, you know it's automatically one of my favorites. You know, All because right. of that. But on deck, he just um he, you know he killed it with that. You know, he nice. just, you know, so to me, he's, he's definitely, again, I've been blessed. You know, I've really been blessed to work with, like, some really, really dope artists over the years. Um, Ghost Rider's just one of the newest ones, if you will, you know, okay. added to that. And um, he has a lot of promise, you know, but, nice. um, you know, I've seen, you know, been in the studio with uh, Omniscient, you know. And, okay. Um, we, we have a project that is... And we're talking about this all the time. We have like six songs that we've already recorded. Yeah. It's ready to go. And it's yeah. like, when well, are we going to put it out? I don't know. Are going to record it? I don't know. But we have it. It's there. Yeah. One day you'll get it. Yeah. And um, But uh, it's a dope project. And I've worked with him on a number of his projects in the past. Right. Some of the, he's really, um, he has the ability to really run the whole spectrum. You okay. Know, as far as like, uh, as far as just, I mean, everything. From like every aspect of, of every putting together a song, whether it's all lyrics, whether it's a catch, absolutely, uh, whether diverse. it's a club, whether yep. it's yes. Yeah, like nice. I've, I've seen him do records of like, you name it. You know, wow. he's probably got a record for every mood. Wow. You know, and um, and uh, it, it's some really heartfelt stuff, and then some really like just dope vibe stuff. You yeah. know, and uh, and that's one of the things I love about working with him. And I'm really looking forward to the Deadshot, you know, um, project because I've seen, you know, the stuff that he's done in the past. We've done a track before in the past, mm-hmm. um, but um, watching him work was amazing. Really? The dude is like, he was, this dude don't write. You know, he doesn't <laughs> write it down on paper. It's like, I was like, wait yeah. a minute, this is stuff I'm hearing about, like, Jay-Z and Lil Wayne. I ain't seen him yeah. do it. This yeah. is me seeing somebody do this in person? What? Yeah. And, um, and it's dope, you know, it's like. So uh, he's he's you know one of my favorites that I, I really really uh, I'm anxious to get into the you know into the actual studio with and everything else. So I know he's writing, okay. he's doing his thing, and uh, so I'm looking forward to you know a lot of what 2019 2020. There brings, you go, you know? so dope, good stuff. dope. Now you mentioned a bunch of home team talent, yeah. mm-hmm. a bunch of uh, cats that are are ready. They're ready to blow. They got material for all types of you. levels. Dope. Um, I'm going to do what I usually do at this point is that I'll play a song for the guest. The guest sits down, takes it in for a minute, and then we come back on the other side and uh, and, and get your opinion on it pretty much. Um, but, but I want to preface it with um, I've had a couple of different pr- producers here before. Okay. And I don't understand why, but up until now is when I realized, well, maybe I should play some production instead of like an actual hip hop song. Maybe I should just play something that's just straight beats. Cause I know, does your mind work on like the beat you start taking in the beat? Like, is I mean, typically the beat is the first mm-hmm. thing you hear unless right. there's unless there's like acapella bars at the beginning and then the beat comes in later. Mm-hmm. But how does your mind absorb a hip hop song? Let's say standard beat comes on yeah. four bars later, maybe uh you know some talking chat, chatting up at the beginning and then the mm-hmm. rhyme starts. How does how do you ingest um, that? It really does depend on the track, like you okay. said, because yeah, some tracks start with the vocals first, and okay. then, then the beat drops and everything else. But um, if I'm if I'm and it's, it's, I'm 
I almost say I kind of train myself to think this way, mm-hmm. is that I try to listen to it holistically first. And there's the marriage of the track because there's the beat, but then mm-hmm. there's also the, the, the lyrics and then yeah. there's the delivery of the lyrics. Okay. All right. So I try to look at it holistically first. All right. And then I'll start dissecting it. Okay. And really okay. finding what's my vibe, like what's the part that I'm really vibing with. Yeah. And uh, that does now. Sometimes I'm good enough to like stay on that, okay. especially when I'm listening and, if you will, critiquing music. Yeah. I, I, I don't like saying that, but it's like you know, yeah. Essentially, that's what you're doing. You know, yeah. I mean, we've always done that. Yeah. I mean, that's what five mics was. Exactly. You know, critiquing music, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's correct. So, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll try to listen to the whole thing holistically first first and then start dissecting it and say okay i'm feeling the flow okay okay well hey lyrically yeah uh, you know, or oh damn wow did you hear what he's talking about yeah or man he really did it for this beat right. or this beat really did it for, for him, him or her right, yeah. yeah or if there's a great balance okay that's what you really want yes that's, you know at least from the production and things i'm not looking for the mc to murder the track per se but I'm looking for the MC to marry the track. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and 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 I think a lot of people are just, oh, did he murder that track? Yeah. Okay. I've seen people murder tracks. I've heard people murder tracks. But to some me, tracks are like, easy to murder, though. True. But <laughs> to me, that's like a dig on the producer. Does I mean, yeah, the, yeah. The track wasn't up to par. This dude murdered. That's the track. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It should be yeah. a balance. It should be a perfect balance. No, for sure. There are times when the track murders the MC. That's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> Listen, all right? It's the other way around. We're like, know. oh, we know who's doing all the heavy lifting here. Right, yeah. And it's you like, it, 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 but it's, it should be teamwork. You know what I'm Correct. saying? It really should be a balance. And it should be where the, 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 whether it's the track came first or the MC came first, whatever it was, mm-hmm. it just fit perfectly. Yeah. And that's what you're looking for is that perfect balance, you know? Wow. Um, I think when you strike that balance, those are the tracks that really ring true. Yes. You know, yeah. and, and, and they hopefully have staying power. Dope, you know, dope. So. Well, with that, I'm still going to go That's with my it. original plan. Oh, yeah. Uh, hold on tight. Bruce Beats and East, we're going to get into the song clip, and then we'll be back on the other side with Draz's thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes. Just played this joint. This joint right here is actually, uh, it's Odyssey. Uh-huh. Off of the Odd Tape. And this is the Bria joint off the Odd Tape. Um, Odyssey, when we're talking about we're talking about production and, and MCing. Yes. Um, there's very few that I could think that could rock with them. I know the big thing, you know, it's for years we grew up with like, you know, Diamond D said, by far, I'm the best producer on the mic. So, mm-hmm. you're, you know, you're, you've always kept an eye out for those guys that were mm-hmm. behind the boards, but they could step into the booth and say something. Yeah. And I think uh, Odyssey, as far as I know... Right now, Odyssey is like the embodiment of, of, being able to, of being able to do both. Ridiculous. In the, in the words of Dr. Dre, for the producer who can rap and control the maestro. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's right it. There. He's a maestro. Yeah. So, yes, off the odd tape, Odyssey. This song was called Bria. Um, my head's out there when you're listening. Um, if you don't have the Anchor app, you didn't hear the sound bite, but you could always go um, either look for the song on your own or you could check out my Spotify playlist where I put all the songs that I played for my guests in it. Do that. Do yourself a favor. Get to the song. It's dope. But we're here to hear what Man. Draz thought about the song. So, Jazz. Woo. Okay. So, right off top, um, he had me at the drums, honestly. Okay. The drums had a lot of life to him. All right. Um, I really felt that. Um, and then, of course, you get into, you know, the, the it sounds like it was a sample chop. I'm not sure. I think he might have played it originally and then sampled it. Okay. And, and then chopped it up. Um, but honestly, he's like, yeah, he's on the list. He's on, he's on the list. He's, yeah. he's one of the dope ones. Um, 
uh, much respect to that track. It's dope. Okay. It's a vibe, honestly. Nice, and, nice. And, and um, I would love to hear somebody actually go over that because that's one of those. It's it's nice. I who I probably love to hear over that. Okay. Hmm. I think I'd like to hear Black Thought, maybe. Oh, okay. I think yeah, Black yeah. Thought, maybe Common. I think it'd be dope. Obviously Common. I mean, Common's one of my favorite MCs, period. Okay. So it's just what it is. Um, so we have that in common, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dead jokes on deck. <laughs> have you heard, by the way, have you heard the new one by Common? The the third part to uh to the I, I Used to Lover love yes. saga. Yeah, yes. dope. Okay, yeah, dope. It's dope. It's dope. Uh, what I like the best about that is that um, he brought it to a modern day, the story yep. to nowadays, but he didn't change the his concept style. Of his, it. Exactly. his style and the concept of it yep. and his style. It's still common yep. and it sounds very it's, it sounds just like if he was spitting I Used to Love Her, the beginning one, like the, yep. the cadence, the, the the flow, it was, I was like, ah, oh, this is tight. Yep. But all the references are nowadays. Exactly. I, I like what he did Very there. That, that was tight. That was tight. That's man. good stuff. But, Definitely. Um, so Common, you could hear on it. Black Thought, you could hear on it. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's a hell of a beat. Cole, you know, Cole. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's a hell of a beat, period. So yeah. I mean, it's like, it's... That's that's a good one to marry, you know. You could do a really really dope track over there. Yeah, really dope song over that. Nice, so, nice. It's good. I liked it. Excellent. I liked it a lot. That was off. That whole that whole odd tape is all instrumentals, mm-hmm. and some of the stuff he's used later on down the line, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which I always thought the same thing. I was like, oh, somebody would sound dope if they rhymed over it, and then like. You know, an, an album and an EP later on, you hear Odyssey rhyming over one of the tracks. I was like, oh, yeah. He didn't do Bria yet, though, but um, I think okay. he did. Um, I think it's he. The, the name of the song, the the name of the beat. See, this is where it gets tricky. Because so, the song and the beat are the same. Two different things. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, so the name of the beat is called uh, Black Coffee No Cream, I believe. Okay. And uh, shout out to uh, uh P heavy, Rock and yeah, Heavy D, D yeah. yeah, or it might be Coffee No Cream. Maybe I'm confined because I'm I'm getting influenced by Heavy D and okay. but, but Heavy D had a song, yeah, yeah so. he had a song like that. So uh, that's the name of the instrumental, but the actual song is called Strength and Weakness. Okay, and uh, one of my favorite uh, Odyssey songs. Um, I think that one's off the uh, Alwasta EP, but definitely a dope song. I'll Get a chance, out. check it out, check it out. Yeah, yeah. So boom. Uh, Draz, I played a song for you. You was digging it. You gave us your breakdown on it. Who would you like to hear on it? Yeah. And um, that pretty much wraps up this segment. You know, Bruce Beats and Eats. So what's left on the other side of this break is the Eats. So you ready to talk Eats? I'm ready to talk Eats. Old Head Ed, Draz is still in the house and he's ready to talk Eats. Yeah, yeah. Beats and Eats the podcast, and we have we have arrived. Oh, by the way, if y'all I didn't tell y'all before, it's still old head Ed. Draz is still <laughs> with me here, and uh, we yeah. made it to the, uh, the the final segment. Um, we got all the official business out of the way early. We got to know Draz, uh, where he came from, where he's at today. Yeah, yeah. Um, we talked. We had him drink beers. Uh, loosen him up a little bit, and uh, he gave us his uh, his thoughts on. <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to all the beers, <laughs> Look, so you yeah. got to hear him share his thoughts on the beers. We just discussed beats, music, what he's listening to, who he's listening to, and then he gave us his thoughts on uh, on a song that I played for him. So there's nothing else left to do, but get into the 
want to go meat and potatoes of this because it's ah. <laughs> let's go we're gonna get into the meat and potatoes of this because it's the eats portion so yeah. with that draz uh-huh. What's your favorite dish? <laughs> Funny you should say meat and potatoes. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah. <Yeah>. Full <laughs> nah. circle. <laughs> right, full circle. Um, yeah, one of my favorite um, one of my favorite dishes is uh, definitely uh, shepherd's pie. Okay. Um, just man, I mean, I've had I've had different variations of it and never been let down. Really? Never, never been let down. Okay. Much. And. Um, so yeah, it's just one of those things that I, it, it would be a go-to meal, if you will. You know, um, I mean, I love everything. I, I like to try like you know lots of different things. Okay. You know, seafood, obviously. You know, right. different types of chicken and stuff. I like to cook. You know. Okay. So I'll get in the kitchen and I'll make the, I'll make a chili, big old pot of chili, nice. and invite the whole family over. There you go. You know, uh, you know, make a, um, a beef stew. Oh, um, I got white chicken chili recipe that I got you know down okay. right now. And, uh, you know, lasagnas and stuff like that. So pasta is Italian. You there know, you go. I, I, I love to do that. Um, you know, but but honestly, I mean, one of the meals that, like, if my wife ever asked me, like, hey, you know, what do you want? Like, yeah, you yeah. have a desire for, like, Father's Day, you know. She's yeah, like, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to make Occasion. your favorite yeah, meal, yeah. you know. I was like, shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie. You know, and then, you know, she'll hook it up. So, um, yeah, that's one of my, my favorite things, man. It's just uh, shepherd's pie. I have a taste for it. I love it. You know, it's good stuff. Um, it's a hearty meal, you know. It's, it's yeah. it'll fill you up for real. Oh, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I earned I earned every bit of this belly for me, man. <laughs> from eating period yeah. in general, yeah. you know. So, so. so Jazz is talking about he gets down in the kitchen. Yeah, he just yeah. doesn't he just doesn't eat. He also gets down and whips up dishes. So hey. so it's hard to, it's hard to say that when you ask Jazz, yo Jazz, what's up? And he says, oh, I'm cooking. You don't know if he's cooking, cooking or, or cooking. cooking. Is he? <laughs> Is he in the lab cooking beets, hey. or, or is he whipping up some lasagna? Like, you don't know. I, listen, hey, you, you, you're saying exactly what it is. Yeah. I mean, there are times where, yeah, exactly, I'll have that conversation. I'll be like, no, I'm actually in the kitchen, like, literally cooking. Yeah, literally you cooking, know, yes. i clarify that, because, yeah, especially with, you know, the, the whole crew from Rebellion, they're always posting up, yeah, I'm in the kitchen cooking right now. I'm like, but are you in the kitchen, kitchen. cooking? Yes. You know, and yeah, uh, yeah. We, yeah, we have a ball with that. Nice, nice. Yeah. That's ill, that's ill. <laughs> so you said that you haven't been disappointed with the shepherd's pie anywhere you went, so it's kind of hard. Is there one spot that I mean? Well, if you're, yeah, I mean, my wife, the wife, yeah, your yeah wife. she makes the bomb, the bomb your shepherd's wife. pie, yeah, straight up. There you go. And um, you know, um, yeah, I've had it a couple different places. I had it uh, one time in um, Orlando. Uh, what was that place called? Um, said a Universal. Uh, I keep forgetting the name. Of it. Uh, it's not the, the Emporium the, thing. The chocolate Emporium thing. Place, thing? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. They have a restaurant in there too. Okay, I always thought it was just chocolate and dessert. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, candies and whatnot. Yeah, but, but no, they actually have a full hell restaurant of a wait at that place. Oh yeah, hell yeah, of a wait. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like I think there's there's le- there's shorter lines on for some rides. of those rides <laughs> than that restaurant <laughs> instead yeah. of that restaurant for real. That's, That's real. True, yeah, yeah. true. They had a good that was one. a good one. Yeah, but they had a good shepherd's pie there. Um, you know, Cheesecake Factory. I mean, I know that's like not necessarily homemade, like yeah, yeah. You know, ready cooked food, but yeah. it's actually pretty good, pretty okay. tasty. Okay. I've had it at a, a number of places, and um, and it's been pretty good. Like I said, I haven't been disappointed at all. Yeah. So, For all my, yeah. um, I don't think I have uncultured listeners. <laughs> you guys are all of the oh, culture. Let's talk about shepherd's pie. But let's talk pie, shepherd's right. pie. Yeah. You know, you got you got your mashed potatoes. Yeah. So it's always got- top of the mashed potatoes, but then you got your. You got to usually it's some sort of beef in there. I mean, I've seen it different ways. Lamb, you know, some brown beef, lamb. lamb, exactly. 
and um, you got your vegetables in there, and there's a nice gravy. Usually, a good thick gravy is in there. Pasta peas, like they used to say. Like, hey, peas and carrots in there. Peas and carrots, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then and, the uh, gravy on top, yeah, man. And then, yeah, gravy all in there, and then you got the mashed potatoes up on the top. Usually, they go in there and bake that all together. Yeah. So it's nice and toasted on the top as well. I've seen, like I said, different variations of it. Yeah. So people have added different things in there. Um, but ultimately, it's still it's shepherd's pie. You that's know, it. You know what you're getting as yeah. far as that's concerned. But um, like I said, never been disappointed. Never. Dope, dope. Yeah. Um, I guess the other question would be is um, sweet tooth. Do you have a sweet tooth? Do you mess with desserts? I know you referenced the belly. Like I said <laughs> I earned every bit of this belly, all right? So, but, so what um, are you messing with on the sweeter side of things? Man. You know, your shepherd's pie is savory. I mean, yeah, I mean, listen. I never met a I never met a cookie or a cake that I ain't that, that I ain't like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just what it is, you know. Which is like, which is the one that you would go out of your way for? Like the one. Ooh. Oh, the one man. dessert where you were like, you know what, I got a couple of hours to kill. Damn, it might sound crazy, place. but let's drive to, you know. See, right now I'm trying to not do that. No, <laughs> you I hear you. But I feel <laughs> you. I mean, uh, you know what? Mm, I'm going to probably say pineapple upside down cake. Ooh. That's all, that's high on the list, right? Okay, okay. I mean, cheesecake is on there. Yeah, yeah. As well, I mean, different types of cheesecake, obviously, there's a million different versions of that. Yeah. But I think pineapple upside down cake, I'm a, I'm a fan of that. Um. You know, you, you can't go wrong with a white chocolate chip cookie. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But, but I'm, you know, but I could be simple too. And then just go cop some Oreos. And that's you it. Know, some Oreos and milk and I'm straight. And that's it. You the, know? The, 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 uh, I'm easy, you know? The, the, the fix is satisfied. The, yeah. the craving is satisfied. Yeah, yeah, yeah with yeah. just some Oreo cookies. Too. Um, I'm, I'm going to tell you, um, I'm going to tell you the spot to get a, a, a really good pineapple, pineapple upside down cake. All right, watch out now. And, <laughs> and the reason I'm telling you this one is because... It's a personal size. Okay. So you ain't got to bring the whole cake home and then wonder who's going to help you eat it. Okay. Or, or go, man, I got to eat this because if not, it's going to go, go bad, bad and this right. money wasted. <laughs> the, green and, the green and yellow farmer's market, um, Taft and, uh, is that, yes, yeah, Taft right before the 95, uh, Saturday and Sundays, um, the place gets packed, but they have a spot in there and I can't remember the name of it, but it's a bakery in there. Um, it's on the west side. It's kind of, kind of like on the southwest corner of the of the um, of the farmers market. Okay. And um, they go fast, uh-huh. but you pull up and you'll see like the display case there. They got a couple different things, cookies and whatnot. It's yeah, like yeah. don't even waste your time with that. Go straight. That to personal it. pineapple upside down cake is the right size. It's enough where you could like cut into a wedge now, save some for later. Um, I'll be there. Definitely not. <laughs> definitely not to be. <laughs> Oh, now the trick is, is it Taft and what else? It's on, it's on, it's on Taft right before you hit ninety five. Okay. So right. if you're on Taft heading east, right before you hit the overpass, you'll see it on the left hand side. Or you could come in through um, you could also come in through Sheridan before again, right as you pass T Y Park. Okay. You could pull in on the uh, it'll be on your right hand on the south side of there the road. Um, okay. The trick, the real trick to that place is is not eating anything else in there because they've got food, bro. They they got food on deck. Um, they got a bunch of spots in there. They got a pastrami spot. They got an Ethiopian oh. food spot. They got the reggae juice, dude. My man whips up the um, the, 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 the juices with the roots and the um, 
the green moss, the moss, Irish moss. Okay. You know, all the healthy stuff. Um, they got a lot of stuff there. So it, it's the trick is kind of like to not get caught up in it. And there's samples of everything. <laughs> <laughs> not to get caught up. So in other words, foodie heaven. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then they got vegetables too for those who, who mess with the greenage and the, the herbage and the foliage. I ain't mad at but, it. But Listen, they, all right. They got vegetables. They'll have um, a lot of natural... Um, uh, people put up their own They have their own little setups there Where they do natural stuff As far as natural soaps Okay um, What else They got a little bit of everything out there um, They got a chicken and waffle spot out there um, They got my man um, I, I, I think he's still there uh, It's called the Bang Shack He makes this dip It's like this chicken dip With black olives And um, it's really good And apparently Okay You could put it on everything Like my man has like <laughs> Pictures and recipes And stuff that he's like he'll make scrambled eggs and then, then throw that Just dip throw on that top on of there. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, but it's really good, yo, not to be missed. So all my peoples who are out there, if you got a Saturday or Sunday, you ain't done nothing early, pull up to check the yellow and green market and uh, and check it out. You're not gonna be oh, disappointed with that pineapple upside down cake. Yo. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. We'll find out. That's it. Stay tuned for part two. Yes, yes. We come back <laughs> and we're gonna I'm gonna get that phone call and we're gonna he's gonna drop a message and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the message in there like, yo. Hey. Listen. This is where it's at. <laughs> Dope. As far as uh, cookies, I'm trying to think. Cookies. Um, hmm. Oh, they're they're op- actually there's uh, they're opening up a spot not too far from here called Midnight Cookies and Cream. Um, it's uh, it, yeah, it's they took what you know what you typically see at some of these gourmet donut places okay. where they get crazy with the toppings and then you know the fillings and the toppings are over the top with cereal yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. you know and some, something sticky holding it down yep. well they're doing the same concept but with cookies so you have a cookie and then you'll have like captain crunch cereal on top of the cookie or some cinnamon toast crunch or they wilding out they wilding out they so just don't want me to lose weight damn it <laughs> <laughs> I take my money <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, 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 this is good times, yeah. So we got Jazz in the house still. He yeah, broke it down to you. He told you shepherd's pie was the move. Um, and then when it comes to the sweets, you know, pineapple upside down cake first. You know, yeah. chi- ch- uh, Chinese cheesecake. You know, Chinese cake. <laughs> cheesecake. Cheesecake. You know, I'm starting getting deep into the podcast when I start sure. mispronouncing stuff. Uh, cheesecake is also a close second. I yeah, put them yeah. onto the Yellow Green Farmer's Market. And, um, and that's it. I mean, um... Y'all heard it. He, he, hey. went, he We put him through the gauntlet. You know, he made it through. You know, American Ninja Warrior style. He got up to that warp wall. <laughs> he got to the top. He got to the top and then he smacked that thing. It was like pineapple upside down cake. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Thank y'all for joining us again. Draz, any last words? Man, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, oh, a pleasure. Pleasure. It's mine. It's actually been a real just pleasure, honestly. And, uh, yeah, I'm good, man. I Like I said, I appreciate everybody listening. And, uh, you know, I'll be uh, tuning in. For sure. Excellent. So Draz is tuning in. What are you waiting for? Let them people know what's up. It's Bruce Beats and East the Podcast. For sure.